Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, here's how Miro works. See, it's amazing. What's everyone doing at David's desk? Ever since marketing started using Miro's collaborative online whiteboard, he thinks all our other teams should sign up. Why? He says Miro's making his meetings disappear. And if every team gets on it, that means even less meetings. They're using Miro for brainstorms, mind maps, customer research. So could we use Miro instead of having another 100 meetings for every round of feedback? Yep. You can comment, react to ideas, even leave a recording on the board. And what about presentations? There are Miro templates for that. How do you know so much about Miro? I've actually been using it all along. I just used a Miro board to plan the best vacation. Okay, I'm on board. See how Miro users save up to 80 hours every year by meeting less and doing more. Get on board at Miro.com with three boards free forever. That's M I R O.com. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Today is part two. We've got through five teams of the County Championship preview. Today we're getting through the next five teams. We've got North Hansnott, Somerset, Surrey and Warwickshire to get through, as well as giving our predictions for the season and comparing them to what the cricketer has given and see, hey, who's going to be right at the end of it? How are you today, Rich? Second half, excited? Oh, very well, yeah. I'm limbered up. I had the warm-up for the first five teams, ready to go again. I'm still off a short run-up, but uh, but yeah, ready to go. Um, some good teams. I'm looking forward to the predictions as well, because I'm ready for people to shout at us. Yeah, good teams, really good bowling <laughs> units. And no one really likes that second spell, like club, club cricketers, Oof, when they get the club 35 overs in, the muscles have gone cold, they're aching. It's like, you got a few more overs in you, mate. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm done, bro. Absolutely. So, right, without any further ado, mate, let's jump into it. Uh, let's get to Northamptonshire, Rob. They were six last year. Um, the prediction, they're, they're getting into the realm of uh, no one races, we don't care, I think, Northams. Um, this was the first time they've stayed up for a second summer after promotion since 2001. So it was a big, big year uh, for Northamptonshire down at Wantage Road. 
Another team effort batting display. Six players in excess of 500 runs, led by uh, skipper Luke Proctor. Uh, John Sadler is his second year as coach for them as well. 961 runs for Proctor. Um, Ricardo Vasconcelos, one of the favourite players to say his name. Um, he had a down year, averaging only 27 for 576 runs, and, and he relinquished the captaincy by the end of last year. Um, hopefully this will free him up. Uh, overseas bats, Ryan Rickleton, uh, Jimmy Neesham and Will Young all made good contributions in their relatively short spells as well. Um, with the ball, it was veteran's veteran. Uh, the man, Ben Sanderson, 41 wickets, uh, followed closely by the 31-year-old relative unknown seamer, Jack White. Um, 37 wickets for him. Jack White, interestingly, only made his debut, first-class debut in 2020. Uh, came through the minor county system, Cumbria and Cumberland, Rob. We love a great story like that. Um, he's going to be key for them again this year. Spinner Rob Keogh showed he had the ability to be frontline wicket-taking spinner as well as being a very good bat. This year, new skipper Proctor is going to have plenty of help from that first-class overseas pro Sam Whiteman. Uh, captain Western Australia in the Sheffield Shield and will be hoped to also do what Aussies have always done in county championship, Rob which is score loads of runs. Um, batting card did so well last year. should be quite similar. Emilio Gay and Vasconcelos up the top of the order with the likes of Saif Zaib, uh, Luke Prop to be joined by Whiteman. Although Emilio Gay could be a bit of a miss. He's, he's going to miss the start of the summer with injury. Um, so Northampton, I think, have signed, made one of the probably the shrewdest signings of the summer so far. They've signed Hassan Azad, um, he of Leicestershire opener. Um, he's been released by them. He had a down year last year, but it wasn't long ago. We were saying he's potentially in that conversation of England opener. Um, so I think he's a hell of a player, and I think it's a really, really good signing, and it'll just make them stronger. Um, oldest seam duo in first-class cricket, Ben Sanderson, Gareth Berg, is still on the on the on the way, isn't it? Uh, return home as well, David Willey. Good move for him. He's played signed on to play all formats. It'll be interesting to see how much he plays in red ball, and I'll hope Rob Keogh can continue his fine form as well. So he's probably to 34 wickets last year. Um, it's going to be tough to decide who to pick between him and red ball specialist Simon Kerrigan going into his last year. Of his contract, mm. yeah, it's an interesting one. Northland, so not a perennial Division One sort of team, mm. are they? No. And the last time they were there, 2014, they didn't win a game. So I think to come away from last year finishing sixth in the table Brilliant. with a couple of wins is actually a a really solid performance. Yeah. Top six average 33 last year, seventh in Division One, and ninth with the ball with a 37.10 average. So you can see there's a team with a bit of disparity going on trying to uh, live up to everything going on, but they managed to draw enough games and they managed to sneak enough wins. They only won two games all season, which incredibly is the same amount that Gloucestershire did and they came bottom and went down. So it shows what can be done with getting points at the right time. Um, Emilio Gay, I would back him, to if I, like, if I was to say who's going to be five breakout stars for the year, I'd mm. put him on that top five. He strikes the ball so nice, so mm. fluid. Um, much improved last year. He took his average to about 33. A um, couple of centuries to his name. Mm. I feel like he's ready to take a step. He's not quite there as a, a mm. bona fide county championship player yet, but he's got the ability to get there. I think one player that uh, goes under the radar of people that don't watch county cricket will go, who's that? But Luke Proctor was key to them staying mm. up. He was a, a brilliant player. Um Averaged over 40 last year. Uh, I think he averaged 53, three centuries to his name. First year, he averaged 40 since 2022, which I think is the only other year he's done it. Um, grown as a player, grown as a leader, and he's going to be the man that's kind of going to lead and charge them mm. forward. Uh, Vasconcelos lost his slump. I, you kind of want to know if it's a slump or is this who he mm. is. When he first came into 
uh, North Ants, he looked the real deal and he was scoring runs really fast. And we mm. was like, oh, okay, there's, so there's this guy, there's David Beddingham at Durham, who's going to be England qualified, and there's Vasconcelos, who's going to be um, qualified. It's whether it's what you're trying to work out what are you? What, what's your ceiling mm. going to be? What sort of player are you? Are you a guy that's going to average 30 and score at a decent strike rate? Or are you something above and beyond that? And I don't know what he's done in the winter. I've not seen anything written mm-hmm. about him, but I'd be interested to see what he does when he comes back, what sort of player we're going to be. Mm-hmm. The bowling worries me. Ben Sanderson just can't do it alone, I think is essentially where it's at. He, <laughs> he's incredible. 41 wickets last year is his third best return um, and the best since, I think it was 2015 mm-hmm. for him. Uh, Keo as a spinner is a 43 career average sort of guy. He averaged 30 last year. So you're trying to... Like, you're probably not going to average 30 every year that you're bowling, mate. So, I, I just, they could stay up, but yeah. it is going to be a fight for them. Um, and they are going to have to have people step up that haven't stepped up before. They need to have someone have a Luke Proctor year, and they desperately need someone to support Ben Sanderson with the ball because he'll take wickets and he'll have a low average and a decent strike rate, but you've got to support him. And I've come away going, batting okay, pace okay spin okay there's nothing that yeah. wowed me about it it's it's going to be a slog yeah it's going to be a workman sort of side isn't it this year Akio spoke uh, about at kind of sort of midway through last year about having a conversation I can't remember who he had a conversation with but he changed his mentality as a bowler um, and he really started to believe in himself a bit more maybe it was that whole influence in the county cricket and English cricket of McCullum etc uh, but something did change so you might it might be that that 30 average is, is the way he's going to go going forward he's not just going to be a hold it up bowler um, the two players I've said to watch Rob are two of the ones you've mentioned there Vasconcelos and Emilio Gay I've got to mention them both because for two different reasons really Emilio Gay like you said excellent potential he's only 22 um, 845 runs in Division 1 finished summer um, including a high score of 145 against Surrey he's going to be held back obviously by that injury early season let's hope it's not too long Vasconcelos is 25 now 3,700 runs at 34 yes he had a down year last year he is a wicket keeper as well he's a man to watch still um It'll be interesting to see what happens about his allegiance going forward, whether or not he will be England as well. He had the captaincy last year. He did step down from that, which is what brought Proctor in. Maybe that was too much for him. Maybe there's just too much going on. Who knows? But he's still a talent. And for two different reasons. Gay, because I think he's he's just on a, on a solid trajectory. Vasconcelos has had that dip. How does he respond? What player does he become after this season or, or this season um, itself? So really, really excited to see how they're going to go. Um, they're going to be in that conversation for relegation. It's as simple as that. We'll do a little prediction at the end. But don't be offended, Northampton, because you have to. When you go through these teams, you look at Northampton and they have to be in that conversation. That's not to say that I don't think that they'll shock the world again uh, and stay up. But um, but on paper, it's going to be a bit going to be tough sledding isn't it if Sanderson has a, a exploding calf like somebody at that age might do um speaking from experience then it could be really tough uh, anyway let's move across to our local boys Rob you're representing them today Nottinghamshire uh, division two championships I was uh, I think my only day I was there for Knotts last year was to see them lift that trophy on that day um so fun time Steve Mullaney's still captain Peter Moores is still coach um, and it was a strange one, wasn't it? They were denied promotion in a, in a weird 2021, so Knox had to prove their worth again. Um, they were closer to winning the, the county championship in 2021 than anything. <laughs> and they still ended up bizarrely back in Division 2 uh, after what happened in 2019. So they, 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 they made the most wins, most bonus points, 
No arguments. They were the best side in Division 2. Um, big names on the batting side. It was the bowling unit, wasn't it, really? Of Dane Patterson, South African, who led the way with 56 wickets. Brett Hutton, Luke Fletcher, James Pattinson, uh, the Aussie and Stuart Broadwin available. They also had the likes of Liam Patterson-White, who claimed 41 wickets. I think that was most by spinner in Division 2. Um, with the bat then, Hamid, he recovered from his England treatment. Shoddy England treatment, we've got to say, uh, to put up over 1,200 runs last year. Ben Duckett also struck over 1,000 and found his way into the England uh, Test Arena. Uh, skipper Steve Mullaney, 993, just missed out on 1,000. Lyndon James as well, a, a promising young all-rounder, 890 runs, including 300s for him. Um, early season, there's a big chance of making the most, really, isn't there, for knots of Stuart Broad as well as Ben Duckett. Um, he's obviously going to be a huge miss for knots who bats at three for them. Uh, but you've got a batting card of Hamid and Ben Slater at the top. You've got middle order of Joe Clark, Lyndon James, Mullaney. Um, and there's likely to be a young fella called Matthew Montgomery that's going to fill in that slot at number three. He averaged 46 in his first eight first-class innings for not. So that's going to be a pretty good replacement, but it's not Ben Duckett. Um, with the ball, they've got the return of Jake Ball after injury. James Patterson is moving on, though. Um, Knots, for me, are a team where, on paper, they look pretty good. But they are missing an X-factor with the ball, um, I think, especially with James Patterson leaving. Not going to be seeing much of Stuart Broad. They've got a spot for an overseas player still. If they can go and attract a seamer, a quick from somewhere, for a spell, it'll be really interesting. It really will be interesting to see what they can be as a team. Um, one to watch, I'll do it now if you want, Rob. Liam Patterson-White, leading spin taking Division 2, played in England Lions this winter. If he has a similar summer with a ball, I think he's almost guaranteed a spot in India as a, probably that third spinner. He can bat, and I think his batting will improve and it'll get more successful. Uh, but, you know, after Ryan Ahmed, Jack Leach, Patterson White is a man to know all about this year, and we're going to talk about him quite a lot. Um, also, Lyndon James, quality middle-order batter. Injury meant that he couldn't bowl much, but I think he's a really, really talented seamer as well. Um, so don't just ignore his stats with his bowling at the moment because he just hasn't bowled enough. But if he's fit and firing... Technically, he's a fantastic seam bowler and he will nibble wickets. So a really, really promising all-rounder as well. A bit like um, Matt Henry for New Zealand. Ignore mm. his stats when you look at his test match stats. When you're looking at him, he's a better bowler than that. Um, did mm. I hear you say Dane Patterson's unavailable or did I just hear no, that? No, no, no. You heard that in your head. No, Patterson's there. But uh, James Pattinson is James now moving. Yeah, the Aussies, the Aussies moved on. You might not know James Patterson. He was his, his, the brother of Darren. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One can um, wonder. Good to see Knott's back. It, it mm. really is. They had a challenging ride last time in Division 1. Remember, they went 2019, they didn't win a game. They won <laughs> four games in 2018. They had that huge run where they didn't yeah. win a game for probably the first 50 episodes of the podcast that we did. <laughs> but they were, hands down, the best team in Division 2 last year. They deserved to win it. They had the best batting unit and they had the best bowling unit. Top six, average 48, which was the best in the country, and a strike rate of 59, which was second best. That strike rate, Ben Duckett was exceptional. His strike rate was 70-plus. But Hasib Hamid completely changed his game from the guy that we saw against India, the mm. guy that we saw in the Ashes, um, he scored the most runs he's ever scored in the season. That 1,200 runs at 58 is four tons. Is the most that he'd made since 2016, and his strike rate is 62, which shouldn't go under the radar because you know normal mm. strike rates 45, 50. His career strike rate is 43 with that added in. So that's how much he changed his game. Either mm. it was really easy in Division Two, and he'll get found out going up to Division One, um, but it will be a test. He averages 30 in Division One cricket in his career, and 47 in Division 2. So a little bit of work to go there. 
Mullaney goes under the radar as a underrated all-rounder. His bowling's not quite what it used to be a few years ago, but he does chip in 15 wickets last year. And again, it's it's how you score your runs. Like we spoke about Ben Compton really kind of holding fort for a lot of the time for Kent. Over my dead body, I'm not getting out. I'm just going to keep batting. Mullaney, free-flowing, scores strike rate 70. You add that to Duckett scoring at strike rate of 70. Hamid scoring at a great strike rate at the top. Um, it creates a really good environment. Lyndon James, 890 runs, three centuries last year. Five years he's been playing county championship cricket uh, this year. Uh, played D1 back in 2018 a little bit, but he's averaged 47 playing in Division 2 as a player overall. So really strong stuff. Still young as well. Dane, Dane Patterson, uh, the words I wrote was real powerhouse. Gets the lads on his back and I'm going through them. Everyone just follow mm. me. He is, you would love to be on his team. Big yeah. unit, 110 wickets at 20, a strike rate of 41 over the last two years. Um, two good years for Knotts as well. Mm. Promotion this year and almost won whatever last year was uh, during COVID. Ollie Stone's an interesting addition oh, to, to the unit. That's there you coming. go. 136 wickets at 25, strike rate of 45 in the championship. Rob, how did I forget Ollie Stone? It's, I blocked it from my mind. Maybe it was one of those where he's like, he's too injured all the time, and if he bowls well, he's going to play for England. He'll never be available for knots. I got that stuck in my head. Yeah, that's a great, great point. That could be the X factor. Mm. It's it's an interesting one. Now, most of his wickets have come in Division 2, and I think this is something that flies under the radar. Who did you get your wickets against? What, what standard were you playing? Mm. 92 wickets at 23 in Division 2. 27 wickets at 31 in Division 1. There's more cricket in Division 2 there, obviously, but... Fitness is key. Can he stay healthy? Can he get ready for Ashes contention? You've got Wood, Archer, and maybe even Jamie Overton in front of him in terms of, hey, we need a fast bowler to come in and be that guy. So that's that's going to be um, really interesting. You touched on Liam Patson White. Great talent. Looks really good. Dang year with the bat last year, but his bowling was absolutely top-notch. Spun knots to victory, particularly in the early season as well. Um, batting good. Pace good. Maybe lacking depth, question mark, and spin good LPW breakout year. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we hope to, uh, like I say, cover some of these up-and-coming players in little uh, little videos as we go through the year, if everything goes according to plan. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Knots this year. Get down to Treadbridge a little bit. It should be fun. Right, Somerset, Rob. They were seventh last year. Tom Abel's the captain. Uh, Jason Kerr, coach, Andy Hurry, director of cricket. A really disappointing, frustrating summer, I'd say. Summed up by their mid-season draw-a-thon. Uh, six draws in a row for Somerset. Uh, had an inability, really, to bowl teams out and was a little perplexing when considering their attack. Included overseas banana-eating uh, Peter Sudhill. Uh, 27 wickets, 24 for him. And Craig Overton, 36 wickets at 17. So, a little bit disappointing for Somerset. Um, this year, let's have a look how they're going to go then. So Peter Siddle, he's going to be returned until the end of July. He's going to be joined mid-May by Kiwi quick Matt Henry, who obviously was exceptional in his uh, previous county championship stints for Kent, I think it was. Um, Craig Overton and Lewis Gregory, they could make up a pretty formidable four-man seam attack with young all-rounder Tom Lamanby uh, offering a nice complementing left-arm seam option from the top of the order. He's a, he's a player to watch. Um, skipper Tom Abel, he leads, he's going to lead the way again with the bat, isn't he? He's frustrating. He, he finally got an England call-up over the winter, uh, and then he got injured in Bangladesh. He did, wasn't able to play. 
Um, so we hope that he can kick on again and, and do what he does. Um, opener Sean Dixon arrives across from Durham. Uh, 31-year-old, South African-born, English qualified. He's had an excellent last few years, hasn't he, at the top of the order for Durham. Um, big pickup for him. Tom Lamanby at the top as well. Really, really talented. Um, not quite done it with a bat yet after a, a sensational start at the end of the season a couple of years ago. Um, big player in there. Um, you've got George Bartlett in the middle order alongside Abel, another newcomer, uh, Tom Cola Cadmore as well, come across from Yorkshire. Um, and a late addition that was just announced a day or so ago is Aussie batter Cameron Bancroft. Cameron Bancroft, you may know from such incidents as sandpaper in your pants <laughs> in South Africa. Uh, but Cam Bancroft has put that all behind him, so we should as well, Rob. Grow up. Um, <laughs> um, he's going to be across for four games as overseas before Matt Henry hits uh, hits England. Um, high hopes for Bancroft to be in England, uh, the Australian squad. He's had a prolific Sheffield Shield role. 945 runs at an average of 59. 289 more runs than second place leading batter. So that's some going, isn't it? Um, yeah, Somerset, you'd, you'd expect him to have a better time. Uh, I'll quickly do the one to watch. Already mentioned Tom Lamanby get his name in your head, but I'm going to go James Rue. I'm going to keep it with the under-19 class. Um, 339 runs at 39 already for the wicketkeeper batsman. He's got a maiden first-class 100. Um, and he's had a, he's played a bit more cricket this year, hasn't he? I think a bit more under-19 still. He played a bit of England Lions. Give him the gloves. Let's see what a player like this can do. Uh, you've got people like Stephen Davis and Coley Cadmore that can also keep wicket. But someone like James Rue is such an exciting young talent. Get him in. Get him in as quick as possible and let's see what he can do. Mm. So I, I called Somerset to get relegated last year. I don't know if you remember. And I called out their uh, batting as being a little weak around the edges. And, you know, they won three games on the season. They stayed up, but they started slow. Top six average 34, ranked in the middle and fifth in the country. Mm -hmm. But the average 28... 28 in April, 32 in May, and, it, and 23 in June. It was the back end of the season that saved them. Abel, um, first thousand run year for Tom Abel. That's quite incredible. Yeah, and third surprising. time he's averaged 40 in the season since 2018. Mm. Uh, it was his best year on record, five centuries. Lamanby hasn't kicked on since that. I think he scored a century in the Bob Willis Trophy final, has he? He's never quite mm. got there. Sean Dixon is a uh, next level acquisition I feel for this team I've, I've wrote the words he's an absolute weapon at the top of the order um, before injury last year four centuries 800 runs an average of 47 strike rate of 60 uh, career best numbers in every single department Tom Cola Cadmore multi-format player for them mm. polarising but decent question mark yeah. maybe a better white ball player than he is he's a career average of 32 in mm -hmm. red ball cricket uh, he does average 37 in D1 cricket over his lifetime. Um, don't know. Off-field troubles maybe behind him. Are we going to see a little more out of him as a player? Mm. Uh, and Bancroft, an interesting one. I looked at Bancroft. So he's played four separate years in England in county championship cricket, and he averages 36, mm. which is probably, you know, I don't think he's... He's not a David Warner, put it that way. No. Um, and the very polarising seasons, he had two seasons where he's averaged over 40 and, and done really well, 2019, 2017, 2016, 2021, he averaged mid-20s. So mm. he's like, you're going to get one or the other. You're either getting a really good performance or a really bad one. But what he will be is really hungry with the ashes coming around uh, and trying to get as much mm. in him as possible to get him going. The bowling attack, Overton, Siddle, Brooks, 
uh, Henry, Gregory, like, that's excellent. That is really, you are, you should not be in a relegation dogfight with that attack. You just need something from your top order to provide it. And add to that that Jack Leach is going to be available for probably the first seven games of the season mm. or whatever it is. So they've got potentially the second best spinner in Division One. Um, I think that's going to get them out of the jam. So I've gone batting okay, pace excellent, spin excellent, brackets issues when Jack Leach goes to play for England the second <laughs> half of the season. Won't need a spinner then anyway. It's English county cricket, Rob. You don't need a spinner. Yeah. <laughs> don't need to spin. <laughs> yeah. Right, so one to watch. We've spoke about James Rue. Uh, Honourable mention, I just wanted to mention as well, Will Smead, ultra-talented batter, hasn't he? He's basically already decided to focus on white ball cricket. It, it's such a shame, isn't it? But you can totally understand why he's doing it. And it was quite enlightening, really. He's saying, why bother trying to practice blocking the ball uh, and playing correct <laughs> in the nets when I could just be trying to practice smashing it and being the best white ball player I can? More power to you, mate. Fair play. Just I hope it goes well for him. But I, it's such a shame already that young players are coming through uh, with that view, especially when you see how um, how Test cricket could dramatically change and has changed in the last year. Um, right, let's move it on. We've got two more teams to wrap up, Rob. Surrey, the champions, well, well-deserved champions. Rory Burns, the mullet. A car shopping experience meets an out-of-body experience. With 50,000 cars added daily and unbelievably smart matchmaking, the new Cars.com. It's magical. Bienvenido a Kaiser Permanente. El doctor ya te puede ver. Verá que aunque eres muy activo, ahora te cansas más rápido de lo normal. Verá que a menudo almuerzas comida rápida. Verá que pones a tu familia primero y tu salud tiende a caer en segundo o tercer lugar. Y claro que verá que tienes el azúcar alto, igual que tu papá. En Kaiser Permanente trabajamos juntos para ver todo lo que tú eres y darte el cuidado que tú mereces. Kaiser Permanente, para todo lo que tú eres. He's, uh, he's still captain, Gareth Batty, along with Alex Stewart, director of cricket uh, at the helm. So um, we spoke about a lack of international call-ups. It, made, it allowed Surrey to put out their strongest team. They had plenty of Ollie Pope, even though he was playing for England. Uh, ben Folks uh, didn't play much for England last summer, did he? So... Um, the key men was there, but they still needed to use 23 different players. I don't know if that was just they fancied using all those. Uh, but quality and strength in depth shone through for them, didn't it? Uh, and brought them that deserved win. Dan Worrell uh, led the way with 39 wickets, whilst Jamie Overton took 34 wickets, and he was quick, earning him a test cap. Uh, Jordan Clark, absolutely solid player now. Uh, 30 wickets for him. Uh, with the bat, no one made a 1,000 runs, but there were six players who hit over 500. That's Ben Folks, Ollie Pope, Will Jacks, Rory Burns, Hashim Amla, and Ryan Patel, whilst Sam Curran and Jordan Clark went very, very close to that figure. Um, this year, uh, the big news starts at the top of the card, doesn't it? Captain Rory Burns is going to have a very, very familiar face as his opening partner as Dom Sibley returns home to the Oval after his five or six-year spell at Warwickshire. Um, the England what could have been opening duo for Surrey. Uh, Aussie Dan Worrell is now an ex-Aussie. Uh, he's playing as a local under British passport and he could line up alongside overseas seamers Kimar Roach and Sean Abbott. Uh, the likelihood of limited access to Sam Curran or Reese Topley early season. Jamie Ollis Overton, he's once again suffered an injury this winter, uh, so he's going to be delayed in his in getting going, um, if my information is correct. Um, so that overseas trail will be needed. And alongside a key all-rounder Jordan Clark, um, he's, he's a player that really is... He's, he's just solid, isn't he, Jordan Clark? Bit of both. 
Really, really underrated uh, county player, but excellent. Uh, Spinner Will Jacks, he made his test debut over the winter. He's going to miss some time early doors as well. Um, so it opens it up, doesn't it? Likes of Amar Verdi, we've spoke about a lot, or even Dan Moriarty, uh, to stake a claim for that Spinner spot. Um, although Jack's ability with a bat also means he's going to be a key player when he is available. Um, a tougher year in some ways. No Ollie Pope, no Ben Hope folks on the horizon, unless folks is unfortunate to be the, the reason how you get Johnny Bairstow back in the team. Uh, but as it stands, you would imagine folks should keep the gloves for England. Um, but if not, it, it does open the door for someone like Jamie Smith, and he is my one to watch. Um, ultra-talented wicketkeeper batsman. has scored the fastest ever 100 for England Lions this winter uh, in Sri Lanka. Prime candidate, I'm going to say it, Rob, prime candidate for Basball. Um, he's one of them players where he could be the long-term replacement, his wicketkeeper. All the wicketkeepers we speak about, whether it's Billings, Butler, Bairstow, Folks. Folks is the young pup at over 30. Everybody else is sneaky old. Um, so Jamie Smith, young, young player, he's he's on the way. Um, precocious talent. Um, and I just want to mention Tom Laws as well, a young seamer that's coming through. 18 wickets at just 23, team best last year um, in just six first-class games. He's going to be potentially the one sort of English light that we're looking for in that overseas uh, bowling attack. Mm, it's, it's a good team, isn't it? Solid, <laughs> it's good. It's solid. Classic. Ridiculous. Um, yeah. Best average in the Championship D1 last year, average 45, top six players. Um, fifth best bowling average. That's fine. There's about a 14-run difference in that. You're going to win quite a few games of cricket mm-hmm. playing like that. Um, Burns, I think, is a long way removed from being England's Next opener, if Crawley fails, I just genuinely do feel that yeah. his, his game's not changed. He still goes and operates in the same way, and in the same methods. And that's why he lost his place, because his game didn't change in all that time. Game didn't change. Um, but what, what he is, is his class at this level. Yeah. Uh, he scored an absolute shed load of runs, and we called for him to play. He played. He looked good sometimes. He didn't look good sometimes. But what he has done, he's averaged more than 47 out of the eight seasons that he's played, 15 centuries, 39 50s. Um, and using advanced metrics, I've got him as 35% better than top six batters in the seasons that he's played. That's how good he is. Uh, throw into the mixer that you've got Dom Sibley, who's the other opener during the last five, six years that scored a shed load of runs and everyone's mm-hmm. gone, let's put him in the England team. Uh, that didn't quite work out. That was quite painful, particularly that 60 not out against New Zealand rather than chasing the game. Maybe not Horrible. his fault. Probably told to play for Horrible. the draw. Um but the amount of runs they've scored, that puts them in a really solid position. And Sibley went away and worked on his game uh, pre-last year. Put in a lot of work. I did a video on TikTok a while ago about the change of techniques, playing a lot straighter, um, looking real good. 935 runs at an average of 40 last year. Refined technique, strike rate around 40, so about 11 or 12 less yeah. than Burns. And a career county championship average of 40, about 7 less than Burns. But you put that... And Ollie Pope comes in at three. You've got a Will Jacks thrown in. You've got, uh, is it Amla, the, the overseas as well? Mm-hmm. And you've got Ben Folks. Like, that is a, that's such a good lineup. That average of 45, because they had Patel opening last year, that 45 could go higher. It could end up near 50, particularly if we get a dry start to the summer. Uh, Bolin's balanced. You know, fifth best seam attack last year, fifth best spin attack last year. That's not a bad place to be. Kemar Roach, mm-hmm. world class. Um, he'll be key, keep him fit. Reese Topley might get some overs. Maybe mm. Reese Topley on an England call up if he can stay fit. And mm. I think it's a really good opportunity for Will Jacks. England will want him to be the primary spinner here to get overs. 
They've obviously called him out. They like his batting. They like the way he goes yeah. about his business in white ball cricket. They think enough of him to give him a shot in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Um, and one under the radar, Gus Atkinson. Played 100, didn't look out his depth. 13 wickets at 28 last year. Batting, mm. excellent. Pace, excellent. Spin, okay. Question marks about Will Jack's capability to be a frontline mm. spinner. But a hell of a team. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to Will Jack's development this year. Look, there's going to be three spinners in the winter. Don't worry about the Ashes too much this year. It's going to be Legion, Ray, and Ahmed being thrown in occasionally, isn't it? But the winter in India, five Test match winter in India, you're going to need three spinners and two will play um, at least. So Will Jack's. Let's see. Let's see what he can do. Right, we're going to round it out with Warwickshire. Eighth last year, they stayed up on the last game of the season. Um, 2021 champs as well, <laughs> wasn't it? So it was, it was a real f- sort of first to worst almost situation for them. Uh, but they stayed up thanks in large part to Liam Norrell, Norwell, depends where you're from, how you say that, with his unbelievable nine for 62 off Hampshire. That is a man with some stones. Um, the ever reliable Oliver Hannon Dolby led the way with the ball, 53 wickets, but it was Norrell who didn't play that much. He was second with wickets with 22, uh, 13 coming in that final game. And this was this was a problem that he was the second leading wicket taker in only a few games. Sam Hain hit his first thousand run summer and he's going to be a hell of a player. Will Rhodes might be up back towards the top of the order as well um, with the departure of Sibley. Um, this year, help with the bonus at Rushworth, Chris Rushworth has arrived down from the northeast. Rob. He's had enough of Durham. He's moved to Warwickshire. He wants to have a go at Division One cricket. Fair play to him. Um, and he's going to lead this attack on paper that looked pretty damn good. Um, so Rushworth, Hannon Dolby, fit again L- L- Liam Norwell. Uh, new signing Pakistan team Hassan Ali as well uh, as overseas. And a certain Chris Wokes is still around, isn't he? Um, they've also got uh, ex-Worcestershire all-rounder Ed Barnard. Um, he's going to be there. He can use the ball as well, obviously. Will Rhodes bowls a bit. They've then got the likes of Henry Brooks, Craig Miles in reserve. There's no excuses for their bowling attack. It's it's deep. It's plenty. Uh, it should be enough. Uh, with a bat, departure Sibley obviously is going to be a, a, a shame. We'll see if it's Rhodes and Yates. They can pick up that partnership that got in promotion a few years back and was so prolific. Uh, and Sam Hayne in the middle order with the likes of Alex Davis, Chris Benjamin, Ed Bernard, etc. Um, you would hope that um, that will be enough. Promising young players as well. Jacob Bethel, Dan Mousley. You want them to kick on. There's opportunity for people there, isn't there? Um, and also there's a certain Moen Alley back in Warwickshire, isn't it? First back in the Whites with first county uh, this summer after moving from Worcestershire. Um, I just find it interesting whether or not Moen Ali will play first-class cricket because apparently he has, he has a contract that allows him to, sort of on a bonus structure for every game he does play um, in first class. So we shall see. Don't know if he does or not, but that's one to, one to have a look at. And one to watch, 19-year-old all-rounder Jacob Bethel, um, yet another England under-19 product. That was a hell of an age group uh, that came through at the same time. Impressed across the formats already. Hard-hitting player. Uh, useful slow left armers. Yet to take a wicket in first-class cricket. Uh, but if he can force his way through at the start of the year, uh, yet another star uh, could be could be being born. I'm going to start with Ed Barnard, who is an under-the-radar signing. He's a career time. Mm. 33 average guy, mate. Career mm. 33 average. Uh, played a heap in Division 2, where he's averaged 35 uh, 28 innings in Division One, averaging 22. Um, played quite a few years. He started in 2015, his first season, I think it was. It might have even gone back further than that. If I change my search term, I do think it's 2015. <laughs> but what's happened, he's gone from this guy that averages 20-odd every single year. 2021, he averaged mm. 49. 2022, he averaged 59. 
He's completely changed. There was one one week we were watching them play, and he was on to score a century before lunch. He got out for like 85. He goes in and pencils it. And I feel like this is going to be, if Al- Moeen Ali's added to the mix, who scores at a heck of a rate, Michael Burgess's wicketkeeper, who got a strike rate of 71 in his absolute must-see YouTube TV every time he's doing it. He had a strike rate of 82 back in 2019, but kind of waned off during those COVID years has kind of found himself this could be a really interesting batting attack because around that you've got england radar sam hain in the middle uh third most runs in d1 last year like you said 63 average three tons classy confident rock solid really low strike rate strike rate of about 45 um, but on average, looking at how many his average, how many times he fails, scores 50, scores 100, I've got him down as 63% better than top six players last year uh, that played in Division 1. So actually starting to piece together not a bad batting lineup that could be really interesting, could completely fall flat on its mm-hmm. face at times, but is good. But the bowling that you touched on, you know, you you, you write that down, Oliver Hannon dolby is incredible year on year, particularly early season. He, the notes I always make on him is tall and shape. He's really (laughs) accurate, plenty of bats, but he gets some real good hooping going on with the ball. Um, Really like what he's doing. Rushworth brings his incredible consistency from over the years. Only Carl Abbott's taken more wickets for a pace bowler since 2017. That's 285 at 21. That's year on year, pretty incredible. Um, Just, Consistent performance, but he has dropped off slightly, but he's going to have days where he can run through people. Uh, Liam Norwell, England radar, big concussion last year, knocked him out for quite a substantial period of time. I think he got a ball back in the head or something like that, or he got pinned in there. It's one of the two. 22 wickets at th- uh, with a strike rate of 31. That's England radar. Strike rate is king for this England team. 94 wickets since 2019 at a strike rate of 40 in a bowling average of 18. You can't do much more than that. So you've got Dolby, Norwell, Rushworth, potentially a Chris Wokes, uh, potentially a Hassan Ali, and that is an extremely good bowling attack. I'd be really happy with that. I've got batting good, pace excellent, spin okay. Um, I think they're a better team than they were last year. And they should you can't be. really ask anything more from your, your team than that. Yeah, you should be. 2021 champs down to just sneaking away from that relegation zone on the last game. And, and talking to Liam Norwood's strike rate, when you take nine for in an innings, you're going to have a good strike rate. That's going to help. <laughs> Most definitely yeah, going to help, definitely, isn't it? So, um, <laughs> what a player. Yeah. Predictions for the season. So I think we go bottom up. Uh, and we take it in turns going, who have you got at 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 as we go through? Yeah, so first off, I'm just going to quickly rattle through what the Cricketer magazine predicts, all right? Just so this is like the all the, the writers of their, their, the county writers, etc. This is what they think. Um, so I'll, I'll go top to bottom on this one. They think Lancashire are going to win. Hampshire, Surrey, Essex, Knotts, Somerset, Warwickshire, Kent, Middlesex, and North Hants. So that's what the experts think. So, right, should we go, go from the bottom then, yeah? Let's do it. Who have you got I'm, at 10? I feel and really why? bad about I feel really bad about this, but I've got Kent, and I don't know. I'm I'm I will I won't surprise me at all if they finish mid table, but I just think that maybe bowling isn't going to be quite enough for them. I don't think they're going to bowl enough teams out. Okay, I can understand that decision. Um, yeah. I've gone with Northants, but okay. all the reasons we've said in the podcast so far, 
I just feel they're okay at everything. They haven't got enough support for Ben Sanderson, and yeah. they really need someone to stand up and support Proctor with a bat. Yeah, well, I've got, I've got Northampton's ninth, so they're the second team that gets relegated. Um, and really, so I think it's a bit harsh, really, on Northampton and Kent, because I think they did so, so well last year. Yeah. But I've, on paper, I found it really tough to put them above anyone else other than possibly Warwickshire because of a little bit of lack of batting. Um, and that's that's who I've got in the next spot, Rob. So I've jumped ahead one there, but that's that's my bottom three. I think Warwickshire. Uh, who did the cricket again. To put at nine? Uh, nine was Middlesex. Middlesex. Okay, so nine. I've gone Kent. I undenarred with this. I almost mm. had a Somerset relegation party going on Ooh. in the predictions again. Um, but given Somerset's bowling attack, mm. I went with Kent in the relegation spot. Who have you got at eight? I've got eight Warwickshire. As I was saying, I think they're going to struggle again. So I just think maybe they're lacking runs. Uh, yeah. Bowling attack was fantastic, but bowling last year wasn't fantastic. So it all depends on fitness and availability, doesn't it? Cricketer? They said... So their bottom three was Kent, Middlesex, North Ants. Okay. And then I've got Middlesex at eight. Um, okay. I feel the batting's going to be pretty decent to get them out of trouble. A little bit worried about how that unit's going to go. Uh, with Tim Murta, 40-odd years old, playing D1 cricket again. Could completely change it. Could be brilliant, like the time he rolled through England uh, for 50-odd. Mm. But we'll see how he goes. Seven. Middlesex. I think they're a pretty good team. I think they'll they'll they'll, they'll get some decent results, but I think they'll, they're going to be a bit of a draw merchant, maybe, or just somebody that doesn't quite get the results over the line that they should. Uh, cricketer? Uh, they said Warwickshire. Warwickshire. And I've gone Somerset. Uh, for, the, for the reasons their batting was pretty woeful last year, picked up towards the end of the year. Still not convinced that it's going to be much different. Might be a little bit even across the season. Ball and tackle, get them out of trouble and win them games. Mm-hmm. Uh, six. Six, I've gone Essex. Mm-hmm. Ooh, draw. I, I, there's I a controversial that, one. Good bowling, but I think they're over-reliant on, on Alistair Cook still. Yeah. You know, he's going to have a drop-off at some point, isn't he? It has to. I mean, surely, surely he's getting up in age now. So, um, you know, who's going to be the people to step up? They need players to start stepping up yet. Uh, it's They've relied far too long on the likes of Cook, Walter, um, Brown and, and Wesley and people like that. It's, it's time for these other guys. If Dan Lawrence has a sensational summer, I wouldn't surprise me at all to see Essex third, fourth, around that sort of it. But, nah, not doing it for me at the moment, Essex. Warwickshire. I think they're going to be really fun to watch. They're going to have a bowling attack that takes wickets, uh, but I also think they might have a bowling attack that isn't fit throughout Mm. the whole season. Uh, Is the batting good enough? I think the batting's going to score some fun runs. Mm. Uh, Sam Hain will hold it together, uh, but maybe a few question marks around who's going to um, come in for Dom Sibley, for instance, who's going to pick up those yards and and start delivering. Uh, Number five. Uh, That's Somerset for me, so drop them in there. Oh, I've gone a lot lower than you. Yeah, middle. T- yeah, Somerset. I, I'm, I'll jump ahead as well. I think Knotts, Somerset, then Knotts will be five and four. That's my yeah. mid-table mediocrity. <laughs> so, harsh. Mm. Um, and what did the what did the cricketer pick at six? So six was Somerset, and then five was Knotts for the cricketer magazine. Number five, I've gone Knotts. I yeah. could have had them higher. Uh, I batted with putting them at four above mm. the team that's in fourth on my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think their batting lineup's going to be great in D1. I think they'll be good enough. Uh, a little bit concerned about the depth of bowling 
um, with James Patterson going. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so Knox for the next one for me. So who you got in fourth? You've got them four. Who did the cricketer take? Uh, Essex. Mm. Yeah, it's not not a bad shout. Four. I've gone Hampshire. And I, I honestly, the top four, I mix them around several times Ooh. over who's going to win the title. Like, <laughs> I feel it's a little bit like that. It depends who Ooh. has a really good season with their weakest point. Hampshire, incredible bowling unit. I, I think Ooh. their batting has got holes, but the bowling unit will just win them games like it did last Ooh. year. It was it was insane. Um, that's why I've put them in fourth, because I, I just don't think they're going to score enough runs to win the league. Yeah, that's fair enough. So, third spot, Rob. Cricketer's got yeah. Surrey. Mm. You've gone Surrey. The cricketer's gone Surrey. And guess who I've gone? Surrey. Surrey. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, you're just expecting a drop-off a little bit, aren't you, in performance levels? Mm. You are. And there's also the... Uh, can they constantly pick up the slack from people being on England duty yeah. for that second half of the year? Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So the big one then, Rob, is going to be the runner-up. I'm still floating around in my mind who I'm going to say. So let's just say that I remind you, cricketers said Lancashire and then Hampshire one and two. So Rob, what have you got at two? Lancashire at two. Yeah, I'm going to join you on that. I'd actually written in Lancashire to win and Hampshire second, but the more I've looked at Hampshire, the more I think this could be the year uh, that they finally get it over the line. I think Hampshire. So you're will win. going Hampshire. Yeah. Cricket has gone Lancashire. Yeah. Yeah. I've gone Essex. To what? To win the league? To, to what? Win the league? To win the league. I've got Hampshire in fourth, Notts in fifth, Surrey third, Lancashire second, Essex first. Rationale I came up with is the batting lineup I said was okay but had potential. Mm-hmm. Adam Rosington averaged 40 for the last few years before last year. Good player. Wesley's better than what he was last year. Dan Lawrence is going to get, I believe, a full season yep. to go and really cement himself. Alistair Cook's good. Paul Walter's shown he's good. Nick Brown's a maybe an average opener, but I feel that they're going to be a lot better than they were last year because they are not. They haven't got the players in that team that should have the lowest top six batting average for the games they played in. I feel mm-hmm. they're better than that. I feel the bowling lineup takes wickets, and I feel that having Simon Harmer for a season mm. is going to mean that you're winning games of cricket along the way. So it's it's a big call. It's a big call. I'm not fully sold on it, but it's the decision I made, and it's it's, it's the hill I'm going to put myself on for the rest of the season. <laughs> I'm pleased. I'm pleased that you are the Essex Essex uh, supporter of this uh, this podcast now. And um, this the, this is a good this is a good Division One. There's no obvious. With all due respect to Leicestershire, there's no obvious Leicestershire, is there? There's no one that's like, oh, they're going. You know, we've put Northlands and Kent down at the bottom there. I think that's probably quite unfair with how well they did last year. But it's this. It's just ten good teams. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me. You could basically just shuffle this this league and it wouldn't surprise me dramatically. Um, you see teams go from good to bad very quickly sometimes with injuries and whatnot. Could happen. Could easily see one of those lower mid-table teams like a Somerset or a Knotts or a Essex or somebody making a run for it as well. Uh, but um, I think it's due. I just think it's due for Hampshire. Lancashire, I just can't quite get behind. Um, I understand why they are favourites, it seems, but I'm just not quite there with them. But I think they'll have a damn good year. Um, and knots, we've got a we've got a last word. It's got to be knots, mate. I think there's every chance, every chance if if it clicks. You're looking at people like Joe Clark, aren't you, to pick up the slack from Duckett, Montgomery to come in and do really well. And Joe Clark's overdue to start fulfilling some of this potential. 
Um, you know, so he's, he's, he's had his issues and all the rest of it, but it's people like him that have to start stepping up and showing that they are the boss uh, in that middle order. So, yeah, bring it on, Rob. That's Division 1 in the books. It's taken quite a long time. It always does. We'll be back for... Yeah, Joe Cobb's be... not averaged over 40 since 2017 either. Like, oh. he's, he's due a score. He was really highly thought of then. He is, he is. Lot, he is lots gone under the water, <laughs> under the bridge. <laughs> yeah, we won't go into any of that today. Um, we need to come back and do a Division 2 uh, preview as well, Rob. We do, we do. So we'll be back uh, before the season starts. Not sure yep. what day this is coming out, but we'll be back before the season starts. Thank you for listening. Um, subscribe if you're brand new around here. Leave a little five-star rating if you're listening on the podcast. Comment below and let us know who you think is going to go and win yeah. the county championship. And if I'm barking up the wrong George W. Bush saying that Essex are going to win Division 1, yeah, that may well be true. Thank you for listening. Till next time. A car shopping experience meets an out-of-body experience. With 50,000 cars added daily and unbelievably smart matchmaking, the new Cars.com 